lift off and the clock has started. Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 266, recording October 22nd, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson. This week, we're going to have a little spooky time check-in to, to banter about. Uh, but we all know why we're here. Two major releases hit last week. We got uh, Super Mario Wonder and Spider-Man 2 to discuss, and I'm very excited to do that. And to do that, I have with me, as always, Shannon. I think I might suck at games now more. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, how are you, first of all? I'm good. How are you? Well, you know, sometimes you get slapped in the face with some truths. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. sometimes they're hard to swallow pills, man. And uh, after playing both of these like AAA titles this, this week, mm-hmm. uh, I have some growing concerns. And I don't necessarily know if it's because of my lack of sleep or I'm just falling out of touch with video games. But... We'll get into that later. We'll, 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 we'll broach that topic shortly. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And we will have that topic that we're broaching. Uh, we're going to also discuss that with Justin House of a Thousand Lamb Chops. Carter. <laughs> it's your boy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sp- spooky time's upon us. I, st- I still need to go get Halloween candy. I have not done that uh, yet, which, you know, Halloween's right around the corner. And uh, every year, you know, I sit out in the driveway and I hand out the candy so that, you know, after years past of kids coming up and knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell, making the dogs go fucking ape shit when they're walking through our yard, uh, having kids trying to just enter our house and, you know, see the dogs. I'm like, no, no, no. I like want to just cut (laughs) all of that out. I'm like, nope, cut me off right at the driveway. Take your candy. See you later, alligator. Um, I have a nice, like, little Sherpa chair I sit in, you know, I got my bowl, I usually sit out there with, like, something to drink, maybe a little snack, um, I have a little stand that I put the bowl on that I hand out, and over the years, having four dogs, I have accumulated quite the, uh, handful of big lamb chop toys that have got squeakers ripped out of them, faces ripped off, uh, whatever, they just sit in a pile in the garage of dead dog toys, and the one year I decided, I was like, you know what? Let's use these. So I uh, I crucified one to the side of the stand with zip ties and, like, put, like, a wooden stake through his, like, eyes, like, faces half missing. <laughs> and then I have, like, three or four that are kind of, like, sticking out, hanging, like, piled around them and stuff. And it's, like, House of a Thousand Lamb Chops up in there. Like, so, some of the adults think it's funny. Some of the kids are, like, a little scared. I had one little girl was adorable, and she came up after she took candy. She, like, pet the one that's, like, crucified on the side and then left she was like oh it's like a good little puppy there so damn dude i I, it's hella funny because i imagine like you coming home and just seeing like a destroyed dog toy in your room and you're like well there's another one you just open the door to the garage and just chuck it in there and there's just like this huge pile of just like shredded dog toys dude all of them missing faces they love because the hands have squeakers in them so many of them are missing hands and feet and mm-hmm. stuff and so they're just like they'll never steal again in this neighborhood <laughs> like this so is what, what is, happens what is the most durable dog toy you have seen last in your house dude so i'll tell you right now i have 
two dog toys that I think I've had since we about moved into the house uh, about seven years ago, which is surprising. Damn. Like most most dog toys don't even last like a week in this house, and these two have yeah. stood the test of time. And they are like I think Tuffy is the brand, but they're huge, and they're two dinosaurs. One's a T Rex, and one is a purple Stegosaurus. But it's like the tough material it has like the super thick black like stitching around it. They're ch- like be- have been chewed on quite a bit, but not enough to like because the stuffing in it is so compact. But I think the reason they've lived so long is because they're massive. Like I mean, they're like probably about the size like of my laptop, if not bigger. So like when Bunny swings it around, if you get hit in the ankle with that bad boy, you're <laughs> limping. Like it hurts. But I think <laughs> because it's so big. They can't just sit there because that's what they do with the lamb chops is they'll pin it down eventually and then just start like ripping. And mm-hmm. with it, it's so big that you can't really get like a good mouthful or pin it to try and tear it. So I think that's why they've stood the test of time is they can't just sit there and gnaw on it for hours until they destroy it. Yeah, I remember my dog would find where the where the squeaker was in the toys. And then that was the spot that they would just pick at, like until yeah. it finally was able to, to to create a weak spot and pull the squeaker out, and then it was all over for the toy. Like she didn't want to play with it anymore after that. Yeah, I am. Yeah, we had a we had, what my dog had a like surgical streak where it would find the squeaker and work a tooth in the seam <laughs> and just like literally rip it down to like it would make a cut in the toy and pull the squeaker out. It's like. Yeah, I remember it was really cute for a while where I bought a sewing kit and I was like, oh, teehee. And I was like sewing like the holes closed (laughs) on the dog toys and very endearing at first. And then, yeah, that lasted maybe like a year until I was just like, nah, bro, I'm just buying a new one. And we're just throwing this away. I'm I'm over trying to play doctor with once you get like a pile of 16 dead toys that I have to sew back together. I'm like, nah, I'm good. It's going to be a yikes for me, dog. (laughs) Yeah, I'm impressed that you lasted a year doing that. Because, like, I mean, usually, like, a toy will last maybe, like, three or four days. Yeah. That's rough. But I will have to say I have a gripe with the amount Mm -hmm. of candy corn hate that that, uh, that Zach is spreading on Twitter right now. Like, leave Um, the candy corns alone, bro. Okay. A, A, A. Uh, this is not candy corn hate. This is candy corn <laughs> truth. Um, oh, it is hate. That's and, brutal. And unless you are making bullshit fangs, <laughs> there is no place for candy corn in your mouth. Like that just, is no. a bold faced lie, sir. I love my candy corns, and I'll tell you what. Like I did not. I was not a candy corn guy until my son was born, and he started mm-hmm. liking candy corns. Then so I was like, saying, you know, so maybe you're saying being being a dad means you no longer have taste. All That's... I'm saying is, isn't there something that you didn't like? It doesn't have to be candy, but like just something mm-hmm. that you could not care for. And then one of your children came along and was just like, oh, I like this thing. And like some part of you was just like, maybe it's not that bad. Maybe I'll give it a try. And then all of a sudden you started to appreciate it a little bit more. There's got to no. be one thing. No. You grinchy ass motherfucker. Like, I've always been great um, at everything, and my taste yeah, has never yeah, changed. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> th- if I hate something, been, like, it is dead to me forever. <laughs> no, I mean, it's that thing. Uh, candy corn has been ass my entire life. So, no, it's not like one day I woke up and was just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to try this piece of shit candy. I bet it's great now. Give me a bag of candy corns and circus peanuts and let's do work. Like, no, I'm not circus peanuts. Do not lump, do not lump 
my candy corns in with circus peanuts. Those are just the grossest marshmallowy orange bullshit things I've ever tasted in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Candy corn uh, is not. It, no, candy corn is not marshmallow. I'll, I'll give you that, but it's <laughs> gross. Dude, um, right. I just want to go on record. I, For me personally, uh-huh. I'm in about the middle ground between the two of you. <laughs> I do not go out and buy candy corn, but my parent, my mom loves candy corn, so she will buy it. So when I go over to their house, I'll have a little bit of candy corn. I like normal candy corn. I think Indian corn is slightly better. I do not like the pumpkin ones. That is like too much. That is just like a yeah. glob of candy corn. I hate that shit, and it just tastes like <laughs> dye to me. But you said little things with the candy corn. I'm more yeah. of a eat the white and orange part and leave the yellow, and then I have, like, yellow teeth caps. <laughs> I like doing that. Mm. That is a lot of work. It uh, is. With, and requires you to eat a lot of awful candy um, <laughs> to do that with. But, yeah, I, man, I can't, I can't get down. I don't know. Like, there's so, many, there's so many, so many better ways to just get sugar. Because that's all candy corn is. It's just... Food dye and sugar, right? And it's like there's so many better ways. I mean, I'm. I mean, Halloween is a time to ingest copious amounts of sugar, right? Is to make sure <laughs> to, to, to see who's feeble enough to get diabetes. But um, you know, I mean, it's not but that man, bad. Candy. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't deserve the amount of hate that you give it. Agree to disagree, because it's some bullshit. Like, it's it's bad. It's bad. Candy corn is bad. And I'm sorry I will stand on this hill. Like, you will, you will, not, you will not move Fine. me from this. I was like, my one of my favorites. Like, it's so hard because I love it, but it's like design is also terrible because it cuts the inside of your mouth constantly. But the caramel mm-hmm. apple suckers were always one of my mm. number one favorites as a kid to get. And I would totally, like, lick it until it basically became a retainer on the top of my mouth and then just <laughs> yep, pry yep. it off, and you get that nice coating on the back of your teeth from it. Well, it's it's a retainer slash razor blade. Yes. Is how that ends up. Because, <laughs> man, that... But it's on the roof of your mouth, and it just gets that, like, one molecule thin layer of sugar that's just, like, sharp as... literally a razor it's ridiculous as a kid i have walked away with my share of joker scars from caramel apple (laughs) suckers pulling it out too quick and just nicks the side of your mouth dude that shit pulled the enamel off one of my teeth justin's walking up to people you want to know how i got these scars all halloween kids i'm like you see these yeah see he doesn't have the snake bite piercings those are just at caramel apple sucker accidents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just filled the holes with whatever I could find. <laughs> no, the, uh, I mean, it's hard for me to justify when like Reese's pieces are right there. or like peanut butter cups are right there. Like, you know, some warheads. They're just like, oh, fuck they're hanging heads. out. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like we've already, we've already established Shannon has no taste. Justin. No, I know these, it, these are, these takes are, <laughs> Not surprising. Like, the, the worst part about Warheads is you can only have, like, one or two and you're done. That's my biggest complaint is I can't eat. It's like Sour Skittles. I love them to death, yeah. but, man, I can only eat so much before my mouth is literally raw. So I just can't do it anymore. Speak, speaking of which, have you guys, have either one of you fucked with the uh, the gummy Skittles yet? No. Oh, I, I, found, I, have... I found those. I found those at the Target. And uh, let me tell you. It's good. 
I know there's like the uh, like Skittles, dude. Skittle and like I want I want to say they have Skittle versions. I know there's like Starburst version, like the candy canes around Christmas, and those were like a big game changer for me. I was like, man, Mm. those were really good. Yeah, gummy Mm. lifesavers has always been like the goat to Mm. me. Yeah, I love gummy lifesavers. I was always a fan of those. uh, Gummy Skittles, push pushing hard for the crown. They're not there, (laughs) but they're they're making a run. Let me tell you, it's a good. uh, yeah, gummy lifesavers. Oh, best. Okay, let me ask you guys this. And we're tangentially relating all this. Best movie theater candy? Because gummy lifesavers is mine. I always. So, in terms of movie theater candy. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I just want to list this as a runner up. It's not something I personally get, but Matt usually gets it, and I always eat some of it. But the little cookie dough bites, I only mm-hmm. ever get them at the movie theater. I 100% fuck with those there. The one I do get though at the movie theater is I always get the Sour Patch Kid, the watermelon ones. Is what they yeah, have. I yeah. fuck with those that's, at the movie theater. That's my wife's move. That's my wife's move. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's kind of like milk duds and snow caps. Like they only exist at movie theaters, yeah. and I don't know why. Dots. No, no. Like, milk, nobody milk, goes milk out duds, dots. Milk duds make a strong push at Halloween too. Like they're kind of in mm-hmm. that like Mars bar like kind of package where you're kind of like, For oh sure. shit, I'm stuck with these. Okay, I guess I'll give them away, um, and that's fine. But I think. Uh, you know what? I'm more of a traditionalist when I go. If I'm gonna go get candy at the movie theater, I'm getting Junior Mints. I'll yeah, yeah, Junior Mints yeah. is a good one, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Cause like the I, the watermelon, the watermelon Sour Patch Kids, I will eat, but I will suck them and I'll roll them around on the top of my the roof of my mouth, and then the roof of my mm-hmm. mouth is just shredded, like probably yeah. halfway through that bag. Uh, the other one I'll also get at movie theaters, and sometimes I'll get it if like we're like ordering snacks from GoPuff or something. Um, I'll do Nerds Rope. Is a good one for me. Too. Yeah, there are the nerds clusters. Yes, yes, they added cluster the clusters, fan. and it's yeah. like, all right, man, the little baby nerds, nice. I'll yeah. sit there and smash yeah. like half a bag of those. It is funny though how like movie theater candy is separate from like actual candy. Oh, for sure, it's its own. It's its own thing. It's kind of like in ginger ale. It's like getting ginger ale in an airplane. Yeah. You know, you'll get candy there that you'll never get anywhere else ever, <laughs> and I don't know why that is. Um. Which, by the way, uh, Shannon, did you get stuck having to go see Paw Patrol? No. Or are you great? Thankfully, past that phase. No. Um, oh no. Yeah. I'm sorry. So it is. Uh, I made the mistake of opening up my iTunes or the mm-hmm. the iMovies library the other day, and it was just like movies that you can pre-order, and like that was like probably like the second one in the line, and my son had I did not have enough time to hit the back button fast enough. And he was just like, are we going to get that? And I was like, get it? Uh, no. Uh, rent it? Possibly. Uh, and he was like, dude, we need to watch that movie. We need to see it. We need to see it. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that was still a thing. <laughs> well, and what I think is hilarious is when, because, uh, yes, I also have uh, watched the trailer. By the way, shout out to uh, my mother-in-law who's taking my six-year-old <laughs> to go see the Pop Troll movie for me. Um it's the same exact movie they already made. <laughs> it, it just though? looks a little better. Like it's like, oh, and now you're Mighty Pups and all this. And I'm like, this is literally the Paw Patrol movie you released in 2000. <laughs> it's the same plot. Like, but according comes down. to Robbie, the new do- the new pup that they brought out in the other one is now uh-huh. uh, is they flush her story out in this one a lot more. 
Oh, thank God. I was really... <laughs> man. Robbie's on the wiki over here. Like, bro, you don't know what they did with this dog, man. Robbie is the was... wiki, bro. <laughs> I, was, I was so concerned about how they were going to explain how this dog talks and drives cars. Um, oh, no, they don't man. explain that. They explain, oh. they explain like, the character's motivations more, I guess, maybe, coming from the streets. Like, you know, being the PR pup for the team. Like, you know... <laughs> Gotta, gotta I keep go, it from the streets. Yeah, yeah, Pup in the gotta. streets, dog in the sheets, you know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> Paw Patrol is on a roll. I think I downloaded, um, hey guys, I think I downloaded the wrong Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this, uh, this doesn't seem like something I would show children. Um, <laughs> Opens with X gonna give it to you, and Zach's like, bro, I'm all in. Uh, Where are my dogs at? Uh, uh, <laughs> Missed opportunity. Um, so I, I think somebody needs to reskin the trailer with that in the beginning. <laughs> no, for some reason it opens up with MOP's Annie Up. I don't know why. Like it just Dude, seems what, to be everywhere. What is year. up with Annie Up? Come making a surge or resurgence, coming back. I know it's like and, Thursday and night movies. football commercials. <laughs> and like it's like commercials and stuff. It's like this was. I mean, it's a great beat, but man, that is one of the least uh, kid <laughs> yeah. slash public friendly songs. It's, but, it's like Winnie the Pooh, like the licensing went up and all of a sudden anyone yeah. who could get a grab at it did. Oh, did you watch that shit, Justin? The Blood and Honey? Or no, dude, I heard it was uh, so bad. Uh, like, I probably will watch it at some point, but... Me, me, and, me and Steph are looking at it and uh, she turned to me and went like, I know Justin's watched that. And I'm like, yeah, he probably has. He probably Dude, has. Surprisingly, I have not because, like, dude, I, I've messed with a good, bad horror movie, but, like, I heard... Uh, you and me both. I'll drink yeah, to that. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I heard even for, like, a bad horror movie, like, it's just, like, one of those where it's just bad, bad. Not, like, Slaughterhouse mm. looks bad funny, and I do really want to watch that. I still haven't yet. But this I know, one it's, I heard it's for bad, free, bad. right? It's like on. Is it on? It's on Hulu or? It is on Hulu. I added it to my list on Hulu. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet, which I do fully plan on watching it probably sometime. You know, it's the spooky season. Like it's a nice little horror movie. Probably watch it here this week. Um. Did you? uh, You just said Hulu, and it just made me think. uh, Since we're talking about movies. Did you see that Prey is getting a sequel? Yes, oh dude, that's God, amazing. Yes. It's set during yeah. World War Two. Yeah, with a World War Two setting, same director, Dan Trachtenberg. So uh, I'm stoked there. I'm a little bummed it's leaving the like Native American world of Prey because I really dug that whole setting and just the way that character played out and everything. But uh, it kind of it, it's. It brought back when we were all talking about Prey when it first came out, and we're like, this is the Predator franchise I want. Like, let's go timeline hopping. Like, let's go, yeah, we're in, you know, the frontier Americas. Let's do World War II. Great. Now let's go to, like, French Revolution. Awesome. Let's go to, you know, Ming Dynasty China. Like, let's just go. Yeah, like, let's do it. And and I think they're, I, I hope they're doing that. This sounds rad. Like, I want a World War II Predator. Let's go. I hope so, too, because yeah, I think it'll... that's... Oh, sorry, Shane. You can go ahead. No, go for No, you, I, you finish I, your thought. I just think that yeah, that worked out so well last time, and I think it's mm. one of those things, like, they kind of figured that out. Like, the more, techno- like, more technology and, like, the crazier guns, whatever, like, them having, like, the metal, like, gorilla suit, like, whatever thing is not the way to go with it. I think having... 
you know, just normal humans with normal weapons trying to fight like the predators far more entertaining than them just having like a Iron Man suit trying to like compete with right. it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I I do <clears throat> I yeah, it's the ingenuity, right? It's like trying to overcome a, a foe that's more powerful than you. That that's crazy. That's fun to watch. Um and you know, I think World War Two will be crazy because, like, you know, you you got the not you got the Nazis and you got like the Allied forces. Mm-hmm. Then in the middle you got this predator that's just gonna be messing both of them up. Um, I mean, there's a story there that you could play, and it you know kind of could lend itself more to like cloak and dagger and like some of like that subterfuge stuff. Um, so th- I could I could see why they chose that. I'm really bummed they didn't do Japan. Really, really bummed that they didn't do like a samurai kind of like setting in Japan. But it seems it seems kind of like obvious though. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but um, maybe maybe it's one of those they're just not going to do it yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. what if they meet in the middle, Shannon? Instead of going full on like Japan route, they did more like medieval knight, like still sword fighting, but more like with you know. <laughs> no, like... they're clunky ass armor. No, that's dumb. Uh, what about I... what, Shannon? Shannon, maybe yeah. we're looking at this all wrong. It's World okay. War Two. What if it's World War Two in Japan? Oh, dude, that nuke gets dropped at the end. That's basically like the the thing at the end is like they're fighting and all of a sudden there's like a nuke that goes off. Dude, that's, I mean, that's why Hiroshima I mean, happened right? is to get rid of the Predator. They tried oh, to bomb snap, the Predator. Dude. Oh, shit. That would be... Out on my phone, on my, on my mic for that. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. That actually would be kind of mind-blowing if, <laughs> if it was like, oh, no, we dropped... Uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki because that's where like the predators yeah. were. They're like, we can't let this thing touch down in America. We have to stop it here now. <laughs> what? No. Jesus. What if the nuclear bomb was the predator that got killed and just blew up, like self-destructed? Oh, like uh, the end of the first predator. Mm-hmm. With the oh yeah, his like yeah. I could see that. And then they blame America for it. They cover it up right. by saying that yeah, we did, and that's much. what caused it. I could see that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it because yeah. we all assumed it was like you know because it's called no man's land, so it's all mm-hmm. we all assumed it's going to be European theater, Nazi, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. They didn't say that. It could be some Japan shenanigans. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it. I mean, we'll we'll know in time. My fear is that it's only on Hulu, right? So mm-hmm. Hulu's got to produce it and make it. Uh, there, it seems to me like this would be a very budget-heavy show or movie, right? Well, like, the first one did really well, though. So, but again, I, but I don't know what that means in the Hulu world. Yeah, like you, I mean, like I mean, who's getting paid for streams, right? I mean, it's basically just like people retaining their subscription to watch your shows because, like, you're the one making it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. But also, it got, like, a, a DVD release and stuff like that, where mm-hmm. 90% of the stuff that ever gets made for streaming never does. Mm-hmm. So, And I will say, like, you know, even for being straight on Hulu, Prey had a budget of $65 million. Um, So I could totally see, like, them getting, you know, $80 million, $100 million, whatever, because it did so well and was so well-received for them to kind of, like, reinvest in on it maybe uh but also if they go with the 
the same model as the first one where, you know, there's no big name actors in mm-hmm. any way. So you're not paying Tom Cruise 20 million bucks just to show up yeah. in your movie. You know, you can you can keep your budget down that way. Um, and if it's a lot of practical settings, like I think that's another thing that helped the budget in the first movie is there weren't any big like green screen needed sets. It was just like, OK, we're going to go out in Yellowstone and shoot here for a while. That sort of stuff. So, hopefully, hopefully it's one of those things where they don't need a crazy huge budget. But we'll fingers see. crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Now, I guess with Halloween coming up, and mm-hmm. you know, spooky movies, I'm not a fan of, so I can't have that conversation. But Justin, you did come up with a question for us uh, for the spooky season regarding costumes. Yeah, you know, every year it seems like, you know, there's kind of like that one costume that you see a million of. Like, I know in mm-hmm. certain years, uh, you know, there's been like a lot of, you see a lot of Elsa's, you see a lot of, um, I've seen a lot of Spider-Man um, in previous years and stuff like that. So I was kind of wondering, like, what do you think is going to be like the big costume um, like this year that you know, everyone went out and got as soon as like spirit Halloween opened. So are you, so, okay. I think you have to put this in two classes. You have to do the, like the grown up costumes, like the, mm-hmm. the most popular one there. And then you have to do like the kids costume. Okay. Like, bring it out in that. Oh right, yeah. We'll so, have two categories, kid and then adult or older I kid. See, I that's guess. a, that's a good one for the kids. One is going to be tricky. I'm, because I'm trying to think of what it's, you know, it's probably gonna be like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing. Like I think Five Nights at Freddy's will make will be big just because that movie's coming out soon. That's true. And I think, well, or, I will tell you from my my son and his friends, there's a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's being talked about. So, all right, I still yeah. got my finger on the pulse, kids. Um, but for adults, I think it's gonna be that like Lauren Boebert first date like scenario kind of thing because it's topical enough to be edgy, but it's also pretty funny as well because like you know there there were a lot of shenanigans that went on in that whole like uh, political scenario and like for like two weeks my whole like Twitter feed was a buzz with that whole the whole thing. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm just I'm just gonna say that like as far as topical goes, or like a Mitch McConnell kind of like stand around not do anything kind of zone out kind <laughs> of thing. But that's just me. Uh, Zach, what do you think? Uh, for the adults, I got to go Barbie and Ken. That's oh, be, that's a good oh, one. Oh, dude, that ones. is a solid yeah. call. Yeah, that's an easy one to like put together, too. I mean, it's still like I figure you're going to have the Barbies and the Harley Quinns. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn never goes anywhere. For sure. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but then, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the skanky part of it. Let's just do like the, the, <laughs> the, the non- the, the non-obvious ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So, no, yeah, Barbie Barbie and Ken. And then uh, for kids, I was also going to say Five Nights at Freddy's just because the movie's coming out. Kids are into it. I think you're going to also see a lot of Spider-Man. Just, yeah. It's, it's a big Spider-Man year. So that would be my my guess. Now, now let me ask you, if you had the option, you know, time shift, go back to 10-year-old Shannon. But you're living in today's world. Would you be Miles Morales or Peter Parker? I'd want that black suit, dude. Mm-hmm. I think I go the same way. Yeah, that black suit is just cool as shit. So, 
Yeah, I think that's. And what I would no, do. no offense, he's got a better power set. Way better, right? Yeah. Especially if yeah. you play the game, you know what I'm talking about. It's way better. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Justin, wh- what are your picks? So for me, for kids' costume, I was honestly thinking, you know, because there was the movie, I'm thinking there's gonna be like a lot of like Paw Patrol for Ooh. kids' costumes. Um, for adults also because of the movie this year and usually i see a couple of them every year too um i'm thinking like mario like mario luigi that's a good family costume that's actually a great call yeah you see the mario and peach and like i saw i saw a mario the daughter who was like little was peach and then mom was yoshi (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so i've seen like a good mix and stuff so i think that would be like a pretty popular adult one especially if they like kind of re-upped the costumes this year with more of like the like kind of movie like print look on them and stuff mm-hmm. i could totally see that i do nice. think the barbie and kid though was probably the best call i i 100 yeah, percent think solid. i'm gonna see a lot of that well it seemed and it seems like a relatively easy costume to do quote unquote you just need a lot of like pink workout yeah like 80s stuff. like spandex yeah. stuff I, I mean, not even that. I mean, like, you could just dress up whatever you want to do, and you could be like, I am, like, business-type Barbie, or I am, like, right. you know, Dr. Ken. Like, you know, whatever you want to be, like, they've been everything, right? So, like, you just dress up whatever, however you want. Uh, it's a very easy costume. I think, yeah, I think that's going to be it's gonna be big. Damn it. Damn it. So have you, have you broke out a uh, Great Pumpkin yet uh, around your house? So, uh, oh, uh, we... I tried to get him to watch it the other night because, uh, mm-hmm. because you know when a- when Apple was like you know they're not giving it away for free anymore. You could buy it, um, which is total horseshit. Yeah, I, but you know I but that's the only way you can watch it, right? So I was just like, whatever, mm-hmm. dude. I'm gonna buy it so I can have it every year because uh, like yeah. you know the first two years like he watched the hell out of it, but now like this year my son has kind of been like met on Halloween. Like he didn't want to go to a pumpkin patch. He didn't want to get pumpkin. Didn't want to go on the, into the bouncy houses. Like, he's like, I already got my pumpkin suit upstairs. I wore it last year. And, like, I already got his, like, uh, mask set up. I, like, I put the finishing touches on it already. So he's mm-hmm. just like, I'm done, bro. Like, I got what I want. And, like, I don't need it anymore. So He's like, I'll, he's like, I'll catch you all next Tuesday when uh, <laughs> I go get my candy. And we'll call it good. Pretty much. He was just like, look. He's like, I'm going to wear my, I can't wear my mask. Like, the, the school said that, like, he can't wear his helmet at, or his, like, his pumpkin mask at school. Like, he can only wear it for the parade. So he's mm. like, I'm only going to wear this for the parade. And then, like, when the parade's over, I'm done with wearing this. Um, so, you know, because it'll be dark by the time we go out trick-or-treating. And, you know, it, he says you know, it might be hard for him to see. Um, I get that. But, you know, so, yeah, it's, you know. He's just gonna be running around in the same costume he was last year. He didn't want to change it this year. He's just gotta, you know, he's at the age next year when when he gets because you know what first grade right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's at that age where he's got to get his crew. It's only October. By this time next year, he'll have his crew of dudes, and they'll all be hype beasting each other up for <laughs> for Halloween, you know. And he'll be all all the way back because. I think that's Halloween is a solo venture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of lame. Kind of lame. I, I, I feel him on that one. But 
when you're rolling, you know, eight deep in the streets, <laughs> you know, like, hell yeah, he'll have that mask on because he's not going to get one-upped by fucking Tommy over here in a fucking Five Nights at Freddy's mask. You know what I mean? Like, I'll say that's like what I did in middle school with my friends. Like the one year I was Jason Voorhees and my friend was Freddy Krueger. My other friend mm-hmm. was Michael Myers. Like someone else, like we were like the whole someone had like the screen mask. So it was like the group of us all like different horror movie people walking around trick or treating. Oh, yeah. Like uh, my son, he's going to be Freddy. One of his boys is uh, Fozbear, whatever they are. They're the Foxy. Foxy. Yeah. I don't even know the character. Foxy names, but one of them, Foxy. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've got a whole crew rolling of like the Five Nights at Freddy characters. And then. My daughter, her and her girls are all going to be like the Descendants, you know, like the the it's the a Disney Dis- show. Oh, yeah, the dude, Descendants. Yeah. That that's a good call too because we uh, just had lunch with um, Megan's friend Molly and her daughter just started, I think, kindergarten, and she's also going to be a Descendant mm-hmm. for yeah. Halloween. So that's like a big thing this year too. So I think it's one of those things where once you hook up with with your with your people. And you all start hyping each other up about who's going to be what and how you're going to attack your streets to collect the most candy and, <laughs> and all those type of things. He'll 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 get he'll get back. I just see where it's a little bit of a down year. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, th- there's been a lot going on. Like, you know, we've we've had, you know, the remodel going on and we've mm. had like the, uh, my, you know, my parents got their 70th birthday party coming up or that mm. we're surprising him with. So like that's coming up that we've been planning for. So it's the Halloween's kind of been on the back burner. Like it's been something that we've been doing, like, you know, just to kind of get the holiday season kicked off. Right. But yeah, he's just, yeah, it's just been a, it's been an off year for us. Like, I think, I think he'll be happy when the day is there, but yeah, I think he's, he's, he's not a, he's not a big costume. He's not a big costume kid. Like, you know, like he always, he's never really liked costumes. Like ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think that might be a struggle for him, and he's always had a sense of style on his own. So, like, you know, we'll we'll find a way to to factor that in next year for Halloween. Just uh, on Halloween, wake up and put a suit on, and when he asks you what what's going on, you'd be like, "Oh, that's my Halloween costume. I'm you. I'm like, you. Me. I'm, flo- <laughs> I'm flossed out, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. He'd get a kick out of that. He'd be like, he's pretty rad. He'd be like, want to bring me around everywhere, show me off. Yeah. <laughs> Look from the. Cr- you're like, look, from the press collar to the wingtips, son. I got this. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, look at this bow tie. Check this out. Yeah, spins and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, but then you got Christmas around the corner, so we'll we'll bounce back. We'll bounce back. Oh, um, bro! Like the Lego, he, we got the Lego catalog for Christmas, and I was like, mm-hmm. here, bud. Like, circle all of the things that you want for that we could talk to Santa Claus about. Mm-hmm. I gave him the book. I gave him like a pen and I left for like a half hour to, you know, do, do some cooking. And I came back mm-hmm. and he was literally, he had sat at that table and circled everything in all the pages on every part of that book, circled everything in there. He was just like, I want it all. I was like, bro, yeah. like you can't do that. That's pretty that great. That is funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, we had a similar experience with my daughter and the Amazon toy catalog. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, the, the Amazon toy catalog came in our mail, and I was, like, circling stuff in it. And I'm like, dude, there's a Mario <laughs> Kart, like, our, like you drive it. I would have shit my pants as a kid if I had, like, the little Mario Kart, like, drivable, 
like battery yeah, powered like pro, car. Pro wheels. Yeah, yeah dude. If I was like sure. tearing ass in the cul-de-sac in one of those, I was like, bro, I would have <laughs> felt like hot shit. Dude, they got the hot, the hot wheels with the cameras on them now, like the camera on the mm-hmm. top that you could drive around your house and like you basically just use the like a tablet or something to to watch you steer. Dude, he is all about that right now, and it's like two hundred bucks. And I'm like, dude, wait, didn't like, they make those with Mario Karts? They did. Wasn't that was like a Mario Kart ones? game? Yeah. yeah, there was a video yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he wa- he doesn't want the Mario Kart one. He wants the he wants the Hot Wheel one. And I was just like, bro, like two hundred bucks? Oh no, Santa might have to do some side jobs. Yeah, <laughs> Santa's got to do some Uber Uber Eats <laughs> delivery. Decking those halls late at night, make yeah, that happen yeah, for sure. Um. <laughs> Jesus, the uh, yeah, the that's the only thing that's a bummer as they get older is their taste gets way more expensive. But then you know, look at me. It's like, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know, a new fucking house. Like, Jesus. <laughs> like um, so yeah, understandable. It scales. Uh, well, I mean, do we have anything else? Should we just jump into the games? I feel like we're just dancing around it. We we're here to talk about. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have to give you guys content, right? So we've gone through the we've gone through the foreplay. Now it's time for yeah. The, now it's time for the yeah. main course, the meat. And yeah, sorry, we're not we're not doing any trailer trashes. There wasn't really anything trailer trashy to talk about, and I don't know. The big Microsoft merger stuff happened last week. I mean, me and Shannon knew it anyway, um, <laughs> and then <laughs> never lived that down. <laughs> No, no, you won't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so let's just let's just jump in. We we seem to have split into two camps, uh, with one Justin Time Carter going firmly into Super Mario Wonder Land, not the actual title. The title is just Super Mario Wonder, and uh, me going into Sony's Spider Man Two, and uh, then we found out once we got here. Your boy Shannon Moore has done both. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, uh, I've done both, and uh, spin I'm... that Hot Wheels money, man. <laughs> Dude, I already had one on vouchers, right? So I only had to come uh-huh. out. I only had to dip out of pocket once. But you, sir, like, man, you put some fuel on that fire last week when mm-hmm. you told me that Diablo was coming to Steam the Steam Deck. Yeah, I, I resisted. I resisted. I, I didn't. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my God! No! Is it good? Is it good? It is. is it good? It God is. damn it! Dude, I love oh. it. Like, I, dude, it's it stopped me from playing Wolfenstein. Like, that's how that's how much of a pull it's got on me now. Because I could play it in bed. Like, I just oh man. Yeah, just... and I hear that new season's really good too. Like they said, everyone, every review I've read of season two says it's good. So. <sighs> and it was like on sale. Yeah, but it was only like uh, I think uh, no, it was twenty percent off. It was twenty percent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dude, I didn't even get the standard version. <laughs> I got like the I got the middle of the road. Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> dude, in for a penny, in for a pound more. That should have hey. been your moniker. <laughs> dude, I'm I'm really hoping that we can use our podcast as a tax write off this year because boy, yeah. did I spend some money. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think we can, Shannon. I hate Damn to it. Of that. Shannon's but. gonna try. He's like, if I get audited, I get audited, man. Hey, hey, hey if, if I'm podcasting from like you know prison in the next five years, just you'll know what happened. <laughs> if you if you find a way that doesn't land you in jail, let me know. I'm in, I'm listening. 
Yeah, you're going to start buying all the games. <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah, so, mm-hmm. where, where should we begin? Justin, talk to me about Super Mario Wonder, because I am... Uh, you were throwing some hyperbole around, like, best since Super Mario World. Or, no, you read that. You yes, read that. I did that read like a lot best. of reviews, highly compared it, saying that it is the best 2D Mario platformer since Super Mario World. And, dude, I'm going to be super honest. I agree with them. It's fucking great. Okay, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. Because Mike is 100% correct when he stated on the Discord, like, that is a statement that is being made there. Like, because Super Mario World, and I, I I have said multiple times, best video game ever made. Best video game ever made, full stop. Like, Super Mario World is fan-fucking-tastic in every way. And so if you're telling me it sniffs in the same area, I'm not saying it's as good, because I'm not expecting that. Right. But it's, it's just, it's... It's sniffing around the edges of that level. That's insane to me. Yes. Like, and I will stand by that. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. God like, damn it. it is beautiful. Like, it pulls. So, hey, Shannon's shaking his head, but I think it's beautiful. Like, the art direction they chose for this is great. Like, all the different animations that they've, like, added. Into, it's like, it has so much more character than any of the new Super Mario Brother games that have come out. Uh, okay, Shannon's shaking his head, and I'm, like, burying my face, because neither one of us can afford this shit right now, but we're both going to fucking do it. That's that's why we're both having the reaction <laughs> that we're having right now, because we're just like, God, fucking damn it. Why is this a... Yeah. Anyway, sorry. No, but... Sorry, I continue. I think it's super good. Like, it pulls so much from World, from, like, Super Mario Brothers 3... Um, it learned, I think they even went in interviews and stuff saying that like they adapted a lot of what they learned from like the 3D Mario games and adapted that into this, which you can tell like this, um, when you start up the game, like it's not just, you know, like when you start Galaxy or any of the other games, you know, you always start with like a big like kind of cutscene, you know, and you're watching this cutscene kind of play out for the first couple minutes, whatever, before you actually get to move around. This game, dude, when you start out, it's like an almost like interactive, I say, like cutscene. Like you're playing the game right out the gate. Like they teach you the mechanics, whatever. You like go from one side of the screen to the other. And in that time span, they teach you to jump and like do whatever through that. And then your title card comes up. And then it's like, boom, you're off to the first level. And dude, there are a shit ton of levels in this game. There's a shit ton of wonder seeds. There's, I think, 236 or something like that wonder seeds. Uh, most levels have two. Uh, like, the majority of them have two. There's a lot that have three. There's, like, a hidden third one. In, so are the wonder seeds, like, the coins? Uh, they're, like, the like moons in Odyssey or, okay. like, shine okay. sprites. Or that's, like, the thing that you're collecting. And then there's, like, Got the... The big, like, the royal seed or whatever it's called is what you're trying to collect at the end of each world. So, there's six core worlds, like, world one, two, three, four, five, six. And then there's, like, two kind of, like, in-between worlds. Like, there's this one world that's not numbered that exists as kind of, like, a hub for all the worlds. It's, like, this middle ground that kind of connects you to all the different worlds. And it has levels in it itself. 
Um, the overworld design is a lot like Super Mario World. Um, but it's cool because some of the parts where it's like you're on like a track almost. It's like, oh, you know, you go here to this like level and then go up, whatever. But then there's a lot of parts where it, the track ends and it drops you off. And then you can kind of freely move like you could in like 3D World or whatever and run around. And oh, okay. So there's like a ton of hidden shit like in the overworld too, like stuff kind of tucked away. Like 3D World, I think, had a little bit of it, but I kind of chalk that more up to like Mario and Rabbids and stuff where there's like stuff tucked away that you can find like all these like hidden levels and they have like little mini games and stuff that they want you to do that they kind of took inspiration, they said, from like Mario Maker and stuff like that just to do like little weird stuff with it yeah there is a star world that you access very early on and it's almost like broken you can only access like a part of it and as you kind of beat each of the different worlds you kind of unlock another trail to access another part of the star world and dude those five star levels are no fucking joke like some of the levels are hard like brutally hard like especially there's ones where it's like time to like the music where it's like blocks will disappear uh i used a lot of life on some of them um but they added badges now and dude some of the badges like some of them i i don't see being super useful like you can buy some for the merchant some you have to do like these little challenges to unlock the badges there's some though that are a hundred percent like amazing and useful like there's one that like when you run off the edge of like the coyote timing kind of thing like where you run off the edge of like the ground that you still float for like a couple seconds even when you're not touching ground so you can do like a delayed jump when you're not touching the ground which is really nice um my favorite of the badges i've unlocked so far is there's one that makes it so that when you go to wall jump your first wall jump will send you up vertically versus just going to an angle. And that's come in clutch so many times of just trying to get up on like a ledge, but instead of having to try and like do this or do whatever, you can just like jump really high and then jump up like to the left. Uh, the new power-ups like with bubbles, the bubble power-up dude with like the coyote like floating off the ground movement, you can do some crazy movement tech with that where you're just in the air shooting bubbles while also like running to basically just like p-wing skip like the entire level doing like (laughs) if you can time it right like it's so much like i it's been a minute since i've had i feel like this much fun with a 2d mario game and it's just there's a lot of game there i like the fact that there's challenging levels i like the little like mini game kind of stuff to break it up and like exploring the stuff the area i'm in right now i i'm in world four and it's a desert level and it's crazy because, like, there's parts where you can't find what level to go to next. And you kind of have to walk around. And then, like, a mirage in the desert, it kind of just, like, reveals itself in front of you. And it's like, dude, that's, like, so on brand and awesome. <laughs> like, I love shit like that. And I feel like they just put a lot of, like, character and a lot of, like, fun into the game. Like, the actual Wonder Seed component of stuff mm-hmm. is just insane. Like, it's weird. And it's awesome. Like, in the second level... When you get the Wonder Seed, it does an entire fucking song and dance with Piranha Plants. Where they're singing and dancing around, marching. Like, it's bizarre. And when it happens, it is fucking hilarious. There's one (laughs) part. It's pretty rad. Yeah, there's one part where you get the Wonder Seed. And instead of 2D, all of a sudden it becomes top-down like this. And you're, like, 
walking like on the sky and like doing whatever like doing weird shit there's a water level one where when you get the wonder seed what was land and what was water switch so like the water's in the sky and you're like having to dive upwards to like swim and stuff like i think they really just had a lot of fun with the level design and it shows in the game like how far are you shannon like what do you think yeah, so I'm I'm just uh, I got through like kind of like the tutorial like land area and then you get like that pedal um, like thing that takes you to like the the next area like that yeah the actual world like kind of first area. world yeah so we did so I was playing with my son like right out right out the gate like two player wanted to do this experience with him because he was like so excited that that game came out he saw it pop up on the switch and he was like I want to play this game tonight I was like sweet let's do it so there is. So, like we were talking about, like when we heard like the initial kind of like construction of this game, there's your main characters like your Peach and your Daisy and and Mario and Luigi, and then you have a crap ton of Yoshi's and a abundant or a, a bunnet, whatever it is. Nabbit. So the Yoshi's, and, yeah, the or the 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 Nabbit and the Yoshi's can't get hurt. Um, so like, that's kind of like where the kids should be playing. Right. That being said, my son loves Mario and doesn't want to be anybody but Mario. So (laughs) I was like, okay, bud, like you do realize this means that you're going to get hit. Like, you know, it's going to be a lot harder. So like we went through the first couple levels and, you know, he did pretty well. Um, he did, you know, fall off the ledge a couple times. His timing was off, you know, trying to work with each other, like to move the screen along at the same time while we're still trying to navigate like the enemies. Um, it was a little hard for him, like on the earlier levels. And then, you know, we found uh, in that in that second area that, like, if you go down, you can go underground, and there's, like, two levels down there. And one of them is, like, a four- or five-star level, and the <laughs> other one is, like, a two-star level. Yeah. And I was like, bro, let's do the two-star one, because, like, it'll give us, like, you know, two, uh, two of those Wonder Seeds. And we can just move on. And he was like, nope. And he was like, you know, he was he was like, you always got to do the one you don't like first. And I was like, okay. So, I mean, here we are doing like this five-star level. And he's just like, this is really hard. And I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, we chose the wrong one to do. Um, so after a while, I kind of had to be like, look, you're going to die, but I'm going to pull us through this level. It'll be fine, right? And so he was like, uh, okay, so... You know, he basically got pushed off the ledge and got smashed. And I was like, okay, well, now here's my chance to run. So, like, I basically got us through the level and we got, like, the wonder seed that we needed. But um, it's kind of a bummer because, like, you know, when they're the ghosts, you have five seconds to revive them. And if you don't revive them in five seconds, you lose a life. And both of your lives are cumulative. Like, they're together. Mm -hmm. So you have five lives. So, like, you know, if you can't get to your buddy in time, it's you know, it goes down to four. And, you know, if you both die, then you lose two lives, you know, and and it'll show you it goes down. And if you run out of lives, you basically lose, like, uh, I think it's, like, 20, like, coins or whatever, 20 of the purple coins to rebuy in for, uh, to, to restart. Then, like, the Caterpillar King guy comes out and says, hey, look, I really appreciate what you're doing for us. Here's five lives. So, basically, like, they start you back over at five lives again. Um, so as long as you have purple coins, I guess you can, you know, keep buying back in to keep continuing. Um, so, you know, we learned about like the, you know, the mechanics of how the lives work and the gameplay. Uh, my son still wants to keep playing it, even though it's challenging, but I was really impressed that even, you know, 30, 45 minutes into the game, like they're hitting you right off the, in that first world, they're hitting you with like a four star level. 
<coughs> to be like, you know, this is what the rest of the game, this is what like the final stages are probably going to be like. Um, so it seems like it's a little bit more uh, restrictive as to like getting kids to play the game. Like I understand like they, they make it navigable. So like you can still unlock certain castles and you can still use wonder seeds. Cause like you can go to like a vendor and you can buy them. Um, so it, if you, if there's a level that's too hard and you just want to bounce off of that for a minute, but you still want to continue the game, you can just like save up enough coins and then you can turn around and you can buy the wonder seeds to unlock the castles to progress the game further. So I do see workarounds for that that are pretty cool. Um, but you know, I, I just don't want it to be too frustrating for my son to play. Um, and I definitely do have to go back through it in single player mode to try to, you know, try it myself to see if that changes the experience for me. Cause like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of hard when you're working on your timing and like, you know, you have to worry about that other person possibly stopping the screen from, from moving for you. Um, so that's good. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of different new characters. I like the hippo, like using the hippos and, and the mechanics there and the, um, like the, the charging rhino beetles are really interesting. And like some of those levels are pretty fun. Um, you know, you gotta, <laughs> it's funny. Cause like, just as I started to think I understood like how that mechanic works with them, like charging and running, they add like hills. And then like, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to jump out of the way. And then like you jump and it goes up the ramp, like in a straight line and like a rocket and just basically like blasts you. <laughs> but, um, there's plenty of power ups. There's plenty of like new, like, you know, you, I think going back to, like, that, like, Super Mario 3 where, like, you can have, I think it was Super Mario 3 where you could have, like, a superpower that you had and then you could have one in the bank. And if you got hit, like, another, the other one would fall down and you could use that. You could try to catch it and utilize that. Like, they kind of have that in this one, but you get to, um, you get to uh, deploy it at your own will, right? So if, like, you get hit and you're like, okay, let me get out of this area and then I can, you know, hit the A button and a balloon will pop up above my head with the power up that I that I have in, in my inventory. And then I can just keep going. You know, I could I could use it and then keep going. And I don't really have to worry about being weak uh, in certain points. So that's cool. If you do uh, play with two players, uh, that is also shared. So, you know, if you're if, you know, player two decides that they want that elephant power up that's sitting in the in your inventory, they can use it. Um, so that's kind of a bummer too, that, that I can create some tension I can see with like other people playing, but, um, for the most part, I'm still having fun with it. Like the animations that they've done on Mario are super impressive. Like, I mean, he laughs, he like, you know, he's got like a facial animation now. Like it's, it's like something that you take for granted in the other games, but it's still an impressive feat. Like it's, it's still awesome to see that with this console being as old as it is, that they can still kind of push the envelope with innovation the way that they have. That's kind of always been Nintendo's thing though, right? Like it's, they, they make, they don't have the flashiest hardware in the world, but they, they use it in the coolest ways. Mm -hmm. um, but I, unless I missed it, tell me about the elephant. <laughs> what what is the specifics around the elephant, please? Uh, elephant. So the elephant is a power up. I, I don't know later on in the game what it does, but initially in the beginning, I mean, like you can smack things with your trunk and you can hold on to water, 
and you can water plants that are in the in the levels that will then shoot up and give like purple coins and gold coins and sometimes they'll have um like you know little um like i guess it's kind of like i guess they'll power ups like some of them drop power ups but uh that's pretty much all i've discovered with the elephant other than like being a big kind of like bruiser that can push pipes and stuff like that mm-hmm. um like that's pretty much all i see justin is there anything that happens like later on with so the for the most part shannon's right like the elephant thing you can like swing your trunk around um you do hold water so then when you spout it like there's certain like flowers that you need to like wet with it and it'll like spit out coins or do whatever Mm. um the big thing with the elephant power-up is that because of the trunk like you can both walk into and use your trunk to break like the little brick blocks um so there's parts Mm. in certain levels where it's like uh, like there's one where you go through this entire thing and when you get to it's like one of the first like four star levels or five star levels you encounter and when you get to the very end of it there's like a wall of brick blocks and it's like you have to be the elephant to get through there to get the third wonder seed um, so it's uh, like okay. you have to hold on to like either a hold on to the elephant power up the entire time or have one in the bank to deploy right at the end to be able to access it and it's also handy because certain levels, like, there's ones where it involves, like, having to, like, use Koopa shells to, like, hit certain blocks in the wall and do whatever. And if you have the elephant power-up, that's useful because you don't need the Koopa. You can just, like, jump and hit it with your trunk instead to make it happen. So that helps out. And you can also swat stuff out of the air with it, which is incredibly helpful, too, with, um, later on, there's, like, a lot of, like, swoop down at you or dive at you like flying like bird or owl enemies and stuff and having the trunk to be able when they come at you to just swat it away instead of having to try and jump or duck or whatever super useful yeah it's it's a it's a it's a pretty strong power up to have i do prefer to have the flower though like right now like flower is my go-to like the fireball flower like i like just spamming the heck out of that but yeah i do like the elephant power up i also like the bubble power up a lot um also i didn't get to mention it before but man dude the sound effects in the game are great like you hitting the ground like and wowie zowie is said a lot i feel like <laughs> once your kids start playing a lot of wowie zowies are going to be getting thrown around um i also 100 nice. percent appreciate for the flowers a i guess you can turn <laughs> the flowers talking to you uh All you the can time. You can turn those that off, I guess. But my thing is, I didn't turn it off, but you can change the language. And they have, like, <laughs> 20 different languages. So I turned mine to Japanese. And, man, dude, I love the Japanese audio with the flowers. It's pretty great. Like, you, like, run past it, and they're like, Dondayo today. I'm like, yes. I'm like, talk to me in Japanese, man. That's awesome. Like, I Did love it. Did you see that somebody took the uh, took the flowers and uh, put in, like, uh, cuss words for them? Yeah, like, someone uh, modded it, the... and they're like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> so Nintendo's already suing the pants off of them, so yeah, that's good. That's funny. Um, did you see the whole thing that made the internet a while ago, how it's not it's-a-me, Mario? <laughs> He's saying it's sue me Mario, <laughs> Itsumi is the Japanese word for super, and it's wow. one of those like it, my brain kind of melted because I always assumed it was just like horrible Italian 
accent. It's a me, you know, and it's like, no, it's it's Sumi. Super wow. Mario, like, right? <laughs> kind of break your that. brain a little bit. Yeah, it did. Like, yeah. Talk about my childhood a lot. <laughs> I know, I know. Just I can see, I can see like the brain melting out of Justin's ears right now. It's just. Rad. Yeah, that 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 broke my head a little bit when I when I read that. Um, interesting that, like, while while cool sounding, not as integral as they make the marketing scene the elephant power up, like, because the marketing for this game it's all about the elephant suit, and so that's well, why I, mean, I kind of found it. I found it interesting though that when you guys were talking about the game, you weren't. It really didn't come up at all, and so I was just like. So there's an <laughs> elephant suit, right? Like, cause that's what all the commercials keep telling me. Yeah, no, it's like, it's super plentiful. Like, it's not like one of those things that's like hard to find. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty much like on every level, there's, you know, one elephant uh, power up somewhere that you can at least grab. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a good mechanic. It doesn't, uh, you don't feel impeded any way, shape or form by it. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's another mechanic that's cool. Like it's it. I don't think it's the best power up. Like it's it's definitely refreshing because it's not like the ones that you're used to. But I definitely think like the feather cape like from Super Mario World is still like probably like the goat like you know power up. But that's just me. How about you, Justin? Like that's a pretty good question. What do you think is like the best Mario power up out of all the Mario movie, uh, all the Mario games? Like. What is your, like, when you hear that power-up, you're just like, that's the best. Dude, for me, like, it has to be the Leaf in 3. I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I'm a Leaf in 3 kind of guy. Um, I always did appreciate the frog suit in 3, too, even though, like, mm-hmm. you, it wasn't really useful the majority of the time. But, man, dude, for those water levels, like, I loved being the frog jumping around. I also, <laughs> even though it's not a real power-up, I also was a big fan of the boot. In three, two, the green stompy uh, boot. Yeah. I loved hopping Kibushi's around. Boot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw something controversial out there because it's new. The cat suit, cat suit's pretty legit. Mm. I'm just saying, the cat suit's pretty awesome. It's good. I like it. There's some diversity I, in the group. I, I, I also, it. I, it's highly underrated. I think the Hammer Bros. Uh, uh, costume from mm-hmm. th- I, I believe three and World had that. That also real solid. Get your get your you know blue flowers out of here. Get your frozen <laughs> flowers and all that. Just, yeah, no one like it. anyone that says blue fire flower is their favorite can get out of my life. Yeah, actually that uh, we uh we should totally do that one time. Is like do the tier ranking. Yeah, rank Mario, Mario power ups. I would totally be in for that. We should do that. Make make a note. Um. <laughs> Well, all right. I I hate that it sounds amazing because yeah. How's your FOMO? Uh, yeah, it's there. It's there. Um, it's, there's no Jomo, the joy of missing out. But, uh, that's that's reserved for King Kong, apparently. Um, God, dude, did you see the battle? Speaking thing? of which. The fact that this close to end of the year, another game came out to challenge Golem for worst game of 2023. That's impressive. And the fact that they even one-upped Golem and were like, bro, we only made this game in a year. And it's like, oh, like Golem probably took three years and it was dog shit. And they're like, we bested you and it only took us a third of the time. 
Dude, I forget who it was that they were putting up on, on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. That they were like, oh, yeah, here's the game of the year consideration, and Golem was on the list. It was like the, there was like five games. It was like five, four bangers and then Golem. And I was like, who the fuck made this list? I was like, get the fuck out of here right now, dude. That's, that's some garbage to get a Golem. I can't take this guy seriously at all. Um, yeah, no, I, I think creating it in a year is is a feature, not a bug. When you're going to <laughs> worst game of the year, you're speed running worst game of yeah. 2023. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Uh, but yeah, man. God what damn is it. what is what is the award show for the worst like movie like performances? Razzies. Yeah, the they Razzies? should do that for video games too. See, I think it's funny, but like that sounds like real shitty. Like, and cause it's not like, it's not like Tom Cruise showed up and just like shat over the screen and gave a horrible performance and you can just point to him and be like, yeah, that man, odd choice of uh, acting there. Okay. Moving on. It's like one dude, you know, like a, oh, yeah, whole, like a team whole team of people, people that work on these things and like, they're just trying to do their jobs, man. You know, like I, I feel bad when shit comes out like that. I mean, you can, obviously we're going to like point figures and laugh when something's atrocious but <laughs> i don't want to like really drag people because that sucks dude like that sucks you know the guy that was designing the waterfalls in king kong he didn't have any you know he didn't have any influence on the direction of the game or <laughs> dude, it getting released that cutscene with the dinosaur where it straight up turns into a png roaring yeah. though oh man yeah. like chef's kiss like that's beautiful <laughs> yeah it, it almost like some halfway through they should have leaned into it and made it like make the broken thing like lean into it for comedy you know like do that do that stuff intentionally like go mitchell's versus the machines on it and just start like throwing in youtube videos randomly and stuff like you know just go for it why not um, but yeah, those poor guys. Uh, so let me tell you, Justin, cause it sounds like you're making a real good case for a, uh, Mario wonder top five with a bullet. Dude. I mean, but, it, it for sure is going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to complicate it. The, 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 <laughs> the spaces, your, your five spaces are, are getting chewed up real fast and I'm, I'm going to take another one. From you <laughs> because, <laughs> dude, Spider Man Two is so goddamn good. Like it's so good. It, it, it's one of those things. Like, so a lot of games come out, right? And you know, a game I love, like Cocoon, comes mm-hmm. out, and it's and it's awesome, and it's got this great mechanic, and it's really clever, and it's fun, and and it it it's awesome. It's a great game, and then a game like Spider Man Two comes out. Where it's like, it's that same level of like, oh, that's really clever and that's cool and that's awesome. Oh, and I've got all the money behind me as well. (laughs) And we're going to show you all the money at the same time as all of these clever little cool things we built. And, And you just, you feel it, man. Like, no one, that's where Sony has this unlocked. Like, no one makes games like this but them. Where it's just, you're in, you're in New York. You got all five boroughs. Right. You can just swing wherever you want. There's no there's no like hindrances there. They actually built in a a web wing system to get you around there faster 
with like air vents and stuff like that. Um, crimes happen randomly. You can stop and fight them if you want. You can just keep going. There's no like, it's up to the player. Uh, things happen seamlessly. You can duck in and out of action. You can duck in and out of story if you want. Uh, you can switch between the two Spider-Men pretty easily and pretty fast. It, it, I mean, it's less than 10 seconds when you want to change a Spider-Man from Miles to Peter or back and forth. And the combat is so good. It, it, it It's hard to... because Okay, so in the first Spider-Man and Miles Morales, they developed it's kind of like a really good good version of that arkham asylum combat combat system where it's like you've got your attacks and your dodges and you're sliding from person to person and you can interact with things in the environment to help with your attacks and defense and things like that and in this one it it all just feels way more fluid it you don't have that like I'm sitting here playing a video game. I'm now going to hit X and then I'm hitting zero and then I'm hitting triangle. And then, you know, like you're not going, going through the steps. You end up pretty fast. At least I did kind of developing a flow to the combat system naturally where it's like attack, attack. We're going to dodge. Oh, we're going to go here and triangle the web over this guy. And I'm going to do this process over here. And then, Oh, I can grab this thing off the wall, hit this dude. Who's trying to shoot me from across the room by throwing a manhole cover at him. And then, and it just flows. You don't even, you get to the point where you don't even really think about it. You're just in it and you're flying from person to person in combat to combat. And it's, it's insane. I'm I'm like almost dumbfounded by how good everything feels in this game. It it doesn't make sense to me how good it all feels. <laughs> it like the story for as much as the reviews were were blowing up the story, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's a super solid story. They also just take some big leaps in it where it's just there's a little like yada 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 and we're just going to keep it moving. Don't worry. Don't don't worry about that. It's you know Oh, you know, Sandman went kaiju and destroyed half of New York. (laughs) Sandman, bro. Marco goes crazy. I don't... He's in the raft now. It's fine. We're just going to keep it pushing. And and you kind of just are like, um, cities cities all covered in sand and half of it's destroyed? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but he got fired from his job as a teacher. Can we focus on that for a second? And it's like, I don't really want to think that's important. I don't, hmm. Um, Just wait for a good rain. It'll wash all the sand away. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, But I think they teach you the game really well in that first couple hours. I think they get you into the story and moving really good at a really good pace. Um, Because once you kind of get, I want to say it's like level four, level five. Once you hit that level of character upgrade, uh, suits kind of start to open up to you. Tech starts to kind of open up to you. And they just basically throw you into the world and you need to do what you want. And for me, I've kind of focused on getting into the story more just because I find it interesting. Uh, Craven being the big bad and then Harry and Norman have started this new foundation that they're hiring Peter to help with uh, to kind of like be this big world. They call it heal the world or some horrible name. Um 
But, you know, it's a lot of, like, food growing and crops and stuff like that. And they've got Peter on board as a scientist. And, by the way, Dr. Connors is there, who was the lizard. And it's like, that's weird. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of that type of stuff. And I'm wanting to get to the point where we have the, the alien suit and eventually Venom and all this stuff. Like, I want to get to that point. And I'm not there yet. Uh, character development is good. I like where... Miles is as a character. I like where Peter is as a character. You know, the fallout from the first game, Aunt May's still dead. Uh, you know, Hopefully. Harry. Well, yeah, right. Um, and Harry is, uh, he's recovering from being sick and shady means were used to try to heal him and they're being very cagey about that. And so you've got a lot that they're building off of from the first game. Uh, I, pretty sure this is my favorite Spider-Man universe that exists right now in, in across media like MCU or Sony or whatever like I kind of just really like this world they've built with these characters um, but yes yeah, Shannon since you also double dipped and I've talked for a long time now what what, what are your thoughts on this no I, dude I love this game like and I loved yeah. all the Spider-Man games um, but this one is like you just took the two favorite things that I liked and you put them together and then you made things better and more streamlined and you have a stronger console to play them on. So, you know, all of a sudden I'm a very happy person playing this game. This is what sucks though. Like I've noticed it even with Mario wonder, like there are times where I'm starting to play a game and I get, a little overwhelmed or a little overstimulated with like a, a, a certain part of it. Like, you know, in super Mario wonder, it was like when I was on mm. that four star level, you know, you flub, flub your buttons or like you forget like your, your, your button like setup, right. Where everything's mapped to. I feel it's kind of like the same way in this game. Like I am, there's a lot of controls that they throw at yeah, you pretty yeah. fast. Um, and it's like a lot of the, a lot of I think a lot the the one thing that I my gripe is they've expected you to roll in from either the original Spider-Man game or Miles Morales right into this one like you know that's that that was their kind of like setup is like you've played these games the controls are going to be the same so we're just kind of kind of throw you in here and like we're going to give you like that small like a small tutorial and then you're kind of on your own to kind of remember that bring that muscle memory back to kind of help you navigate. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a bummer because I struggled through that first uh, opening sequence with Sandman. Mm. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't like it ruined the experience for me, but at the same time it like frustrated me. Cause I kind of feel like, like I said, like, I kind of feel like I'm losing touch with like that video game feel that I had before. Like, you know, when, when original Spider-Man came out. And it's kind of a bummer because, like, I love this game and it's just going to take me time to get back into the saddle. Um, you know, my muscle memory isn't there. I haven't touched that game in a long time. Um, you know, so and, you know, there are a couple things that I feel they didn't explain too well, like, you know, healing, like, you know, you, using that, use it, waiting for your bar to fill up to heal yourself. Um, you know, yeah. in case you get into one of those situations, like that's kind of weird. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm still trying to, to, to make my way through, you know, just getting back into that learn, just getting that learning curve out of the way. But 
well, the and world. balancing and balancing like when you're going to do your super versus mm-hmm. heal yourself and yeah yeah exactly or like you know yeah and that's another thing is like you accidentally like do a takedown when you wanted to heal yourself and you're just like mm-hmm. well I guess I gotta like run and hide now for a little bit um or uh you know they have you have the superpowers that are on the left side and you have the superpowers that are on the right side and it's like okay which is which what when, which one's doing what and like you know the the prompts are coming up and telling me to do certain moves and it's like okay like i'll do those like if you want me to do them like is this a tutorial that you're teaching me or is this just mm-hmm. a prompt that you're telling me my power up is available but uh you know i can use it if i want to but i don't have to like the combat itself i'm fluent with like you know get like the air juggling and like you know like you were saying ripping things off of walls and finding what elemental like abilities are in the area that i can use to my advantage to take down large groups of people that's fun that stuff yeah. is like you know an old comfortable sweater like just putting it back on like that stuff is 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 there but oh, yeah, like when you, you know, first when you first find the craven hideouts in the city and you're like sneaking through and you got to take down like room after room of guys. And it's that mm-hmm. old Arkham style of like, you can't let them see you. So you have to figure out the way to like get someone's attention and get them isolated. And then you know, Oh, this section of wall can get pulled down on top of them or the, you know, th- that sort of stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, but you got to do it in a way that no one else is going to come over and see them because then they'll sound the alarm. And yeah. I, and I then I'll all help that stuff. Yeah. I love yeah, that I mean, stuff. That's great. Um, like, all that stuff is still there. Um, what was it? But the app. The app gives me anxiety, right? Because like, you see all that stuff <laughs> pop up. And yeah. you're just like, this guy needs help. This guy needs help. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I get so sidetracked with that. Um, you know, and I feel in the beginning, like, you know, the first couple missions that they try to give you to kind of break you into the world. And it's like, yeah, you know, the, there's a bank robbery over here. Like, these people are stealing stuff over here. This guy's stuck in the sand over here. Fire department needs help getting over here. You're just like, bro, like, I'm already, I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate around the city and how to use, like, that the vent system and, and mm. the, the wingsuit and everything like that. Now you're throwing all these missions. Just let me chill out for a second. Give me a second before you just throw me into this mess. But... I have zero other. I mean, all the, all the gripes are with me, right? Like my play style. There's nothing with the game that I would change. There's nothing with the game that I hate. Um, you know, it's just I just wish I had more time to play video games, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a beautiful game. It's beautiful. Like this cityscape is beautiful. Um, like everything about the game, the graphics, the combat, the you know, the glass, like the glass shattering when you're fighting Sandman is great. Like going up the side of the building, mm-hmm. like things are exploding. Like I mean, you feel like you're there. You feel immersed in the situation. I love it. Like it, I just, you know, I just wish I was a better gamer. <laughs> yeah, that that Sandman fight had me feeling like God of War two vibes when you're mm-hmm. fighting Titans and things like that, and you're just the standards regular dude sized guy fighting <laughs> these things and you're just yeah getting tossed through buildings and whipping around and trying to find water to soak him down with it all that it was yeah it's it was such a good fight great yeah. way to open that game up yeah and after and after using both of them in the beginning thing mm-hmm. like i don't want to go back to peter like i'm happy staying as miles yeah My, well let's have the talk miles is a way better character <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, there's a reason why they passed that torch in the comic book arcs and yeah. stuff like that, right? I mean, it's like they needed a change. Like, Peter Parker is, has been stale for a while, and, you know, there's not much you could really do to his character. He's, like, that goody-tissue guy who, like, you know, has some unfortunate circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's always that hero that's kind of, like... Um, he doesn't have the best of luck, right? Like, he always kind of, like, seems to, like, move on and be better, but, like, the situations he always finds himself in are you know, not the best, right? Um, and like, you know, I think they had a chance to change that with Miles Morales, you know, they have a, he, he can be like, you know, he's, I, I, I like his personality more. Yeah. I like his, um, you know, I think I like his arc a little bit better, like as far as, you know, the adversity that he overcomes, uh, I think it's more relevant in today's mm-hmm. like, you know, p- picture. So I think all, all, all around, I think Miles is a better, I, th- I agree with you. I think he's a better character. And he's got a better skill set. The Venom Punch stuff is For awesome. Sure. Yeah, like, I awesome. mean, yeah, all of it. The electricity, like being able to launch like six guys up in the air with like a, yeah. a ground pound, like, it, yeah, beautiful, love it. Uh, have you have you gone through the raft prison break yet? I'm no. kind of dancing no. around this. Okay, uh, something happens to Miles during that mm-hmm. where he really becomes like. So why am I? Why is Peter here? <laughs> like, I don't, okay. Like, why are we using him? Um, yeah. And I, I find it interesting that they gave Peter, like, the Tony Stark sp- spider legs yeah. as his, like, venom punch equivalent, basically. Um, which just, it just feels weird every time I use him. Like, I think it just, it's, it, it's, um, I like the way that they kind of imply that it's more from Doc Ock than it is yeah, from like Tony Stark, yeah. which I think is a pretty cool twist. And also um, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it does. You considered what Doc Ock was working with, but, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, they're powerful. They do the job. Don't get me wrong, but it just feels a lot. It feels a lot better to use Miles' skill set than Peter's. Um yeah, I yeah. think uh, Peter Peter's skill set also feels clunky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's kind of a bummer because, like, I, I mean, like, you use those claws, they only go in like one direction, right? I think the other thing that is an interesting choice is so when you level up, right, you get essentially a level up token that you can spend to give yourself more skills or whatever. Except, there's three skill trees. Mm-hmm. There's Miles's, Peter's, and then both of them together. And the both of them together seems to be a lot of traversal type skill tree stuff. I would have, I think, I'm, granted, I'm only what, probably four or five hours in at this point. I think I would have preferred, like, okay, you leveled up as Miles, here's your Miles stuff. You mm-hmm. leveled up as Peter, here's your Peter stuff. <laughs> and then once you're at the same level, you can upgrade together or something because it, it I find myself doing these upgrades where I'm going oh but I really don't want to spend this on Peter at all and so I don't <laughs> and then I go back and I'm like oh no wonder I'm getting my clock clean because Peter's incredibly underpowered <laughs> compared to Miles just because I like Miles better mm-hmm. um so yeah like that when you find first find the Craven stronghold in New York City, uh, there's a fight, which I don't think, excuse me, <coughs> I don't think it's a big spoiler. You fight like these like robot dogs at one point, and I got the crap kicked out of me. 
<laughs> in that fight. Because you can only be Peter in this section, right? I got the just piss beat out of me three or four times in a row and was just like, oh my God, what is going on? And then I realized I hadn't put like anything into Peter <laughs> at all, at all. And, and couldn't, I was out of the book. Like, it's not like I had the stuff to spend at that point. So it was just uh, like, well, I guess we're going to have to uh, do a little Justin Carter, get good here <laughs> to get through this. <laughs> and uh, I did, I did thankfully, but uh, yeah, I went, as soon as I got out of that, because that once you're in that section, you're just in like this locked in section, like you're you're there. Uh, so once I got out of there, yeah, I went to go start leveling up and rectifying that real quick. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we're gonna leave the story alone for a little while, and I'm gonna go take some photos and uh, put out some <laughs> fires, and yeah, it became that for a while to to get Peter back to back to a. Uh, spot where he sh- probably should be. I'm guessing Miles is probably way overpowered for this point <laughs> of the game at this point, but yeah. Uh it's it's fantastic. It's so good. Um I I have a hard time at this point having not beat it really thinking of where it's going to slot in, but it's it's going to be in the top 5 and it's not going to be 5. I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. Um so yeah, hell of a year, hell of a year for game of the year and every release that's coming out is just making it harder. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good sign when you pick up the controller to play Spider-Man and you look mm-hmm. at the clock and four hours have gone by. Yep. Yep. And you're still locked in. Like I haven't hit anything in the game so far. Like I said, four or five hours in, um, I haven't hit anything in the game so far where I'm like, ah, I gotta do this shit again. Like, God damn it. And, and you know, hey, maybe 30 hours in, that'll happen. Where it's like, dude, I don't want to do another car chase. Like, come on, what are we doing? But everything I've run across is fun. Like, even the dumb go find Uncle Aaron's Prowler get up stuff is fun. You know, like just the, give, the, the few lines of text he gives you as a pseudo reward just to help pad out the world and like your story are worth it to me. I'm enjoying them. I'm into the characters enough that that it's worth it. Um, yeah. Even the dumb web wings that I thought was going to be, I was like, well, the first time I did it, I'm like, guys, seriously, what is this bullshit? But I'm kind of into it now. I like finding the, the air paths and zipping around the city that way. I think it's fun. So, so yes, uh, Jomo or FOMO, Justin. No, I, Spider-Man. I do definitely want to play it at some point. It sounds a lot of fun from everything I've been seeing too. Like how fast, like fast travel between different points is like instant on the PS five. I saw someone posted during the Sandman fight, a cutscene, the cutscene during the Sandman fight of it running on PS four and dude, that PS four looked like it was about to blow. Like it was literally like (laughs) going, going and then would stop for a second and then like catch up. It was struggling to play that cutscene. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed it could do it at all. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I definitely do want to check it out at some point. I know all my friends are currently playing it and absolutely loving it. Uh, when you mentioned Doc Ock earlier, like the Ock thing, I don't read mm. a lot of Spider-Man, but one of the last Spider-Man storylines that I read that I really liked was when Doc Ock takes over Peter's body and he becomes Spider-Man. Uh, 
the superior Spider-Man. Yes, dude. Yeah. I love that. Like, and he has like the little mech spiders that are like all over the city and stuff. And it's like, he's not really a good, he's not necessarily a bad guy, but he's not really a good guy either. Like he does some like morally gray stuff when he's <laughs> Spider-Man and like hacks into stuff. And it's just like, not really like the best person when he does that. But well, I love, I love the, uh, the whole concept around superior Spider-Man being like, Okay, so what if Peter wasn't a Boy Scout? Yeah. What if what if he was just like a regular kind of guy that was trying to do good? What would that look like? And it, it's like, oh, well, it looks like someone that will totally take advantage of his power set to get what he wants. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Um, uh, dude, I did also see... Uh... Uh, I know my one friend Troy, he bought, like, the mm. special edition whatever to get, like, all the different suits and stuff. And, dude, uh, okay. if I was going to play, dude, that, that Power Ranger-looking suit that you can get <laughs> looks a... Uh, I would rock that. Like, if I can get that, like, instantly in the game, that would probably be my suit mm. for the majority of the game. Um, I'm not sure why. Probably something to do with the first two. But I have, like, t- Assassin's Creed-looking suits unlocked mm. in my game. Uh, which are interesting. And then I've got, uh, I just unlocked the Miles Morales 2099 suit, oh, which basically, which it's hilarious because it essentially looks like he's wearing Jenko jeans and like a black, like zip up leather jacket. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, this is so dumb. Yes, this is what we're wearing. Go, Miles. Uh, but yeah, the suits are a lot of fun. Um, I did, oh, Shannon, did you think this was hilarious? Where, so, Again, with the story, yada yadaing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the fight with Sandman, the whole network goes down. The app goes down, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. Ginky's like, oh, this is how we'll fix this. Uh, hey, do you still have three the 3D w- printers in your web shooters? And they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> great. Print this thing out. And it's a fully functioning flying <laughs> drone. drone? Yeah. And he prints it out in like a minute, literally. Just, okay, here we go. And then uh, I, lo- I love where Peter's like, hey, this looks like a drone. We don't we don't spy on people, Ginky. We're the good guys, you know. And he's like, no, no, no. It's all opt-in. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. And then so they launch these drones. After this whole thing about we don't spy on people, the first way you see the network back up is some lady standing on a rooftop spying on someone and then <laughs> typing things into the app. And it's like, so... Okay, we don't spy on people, but people spy on people and then tell us. Essentially, is how we're working this here. I just being that was... nosy. That's a, that's a little different. Yeah. It's, all, it's all right. It's all, it's, all, it's like you said. It's a gray area. It's a gray area. It's fine. I I, I just thought that was so funny with that whole thing. We're just like, oh yeah, we're three D printing fully motorized drones. Don't even worry about it. It's fine, dude. That's but... on par with you know Space Jam Legacy, where the kid has a Game Boy camera strapped to an iPhone and just scans whatever in, and then just automatically three yeah. D models renders like textures everything it's like okay yeah because that's how that works yeah yeah because that that's how technology works yeah great import sure. yeah just scan it import that bad boy in it's all good yeah totally that <laughs> uh, makes me laugh um but yeah fantastic game i'm probably gonna keep playing it when we're done here uh until i'm up way too late and then hating my life tomorrow but uh yeah so i think that's what we've been playing you play anything else justin uh, I finished Cocoon. Oh, you did? Yeah, right. I got what, to the end. What'd you think? Dude, that ending is, uh, something. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, it was pretty, pretty weird, uh, I gotta admit, mm-hmm. but, man, dude, that last, uh, 
series of levels, though. Like, that last challenge, yeah. it felt very satisfying uh, going it through did. that last area and stuff. I got confused. It had very big Patrick's Parabox towards the end. I was like, oh, dude, we're just, like, orbs within orbs within or Like, at this point, I'm like, dude, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty crap. I'm, like, pulling green orbs out of green orbs now. I'm like, Pfft. I was like, <laughs> dude, it got, it went places there at the end, but... I did really like it. It was a good little experience, uh, beginning to end. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it's a, it's a great game. It really is fun. Um, but yeah, that ending, it's it's something. Yeah, it was it's something. something. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Shannon, you got anything else? Uh, I'm still going through Wolfenstein. Um, mm-hmm. I got to the part where uh, the chick cuts your head off, and uh, they put the probes in and give you a new body. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. But, yeah, yeah, it's a thing now. <laughs> yeah, it just it keeps getting more buck wild, dude. Like, don't yeah, even worry we'll about see. it. We'll see. We'll see. I, you know, I went. I went. To, what was it? I'm, I went to Roswell or not Roswell? Uh, get the New Orleans file. I think is where I'm at right now. I just got that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I'm going into yeah, I'm going into uh, I think New Orleans to get uh, another faction set up yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's where i'm at right now you're moving you're moving pretty good in that game then yeah like i'm, tr- I'm trying to get through i'm trying to blast through it pretty fast because diablo like every time i get a chance to play diablo i miss out on a chance to finish wolfenstein and diablo's calling me pretty hard so Mm-mm. yeah it's a bummer sorry wolfenstein <laughs> <laughs> it's a but, bummer that i've bought and played so many things so like, yeah i know the funny thing was though is like uh, the one part where like the your uh, your buddies <laughs> clapping cheeks with the with the chick from the from the um the the German chick in the submarine like mm-hmm. as you get the submarine to go down <laughs> into the into the place <laughs> and uh, and dude like I had I didn't have my headphones in I was just playing it on like regular like uh, sound and like my wife was sitting like right next to me and she's like what are you playing and she's like let me <laughs> see it right now and I was like oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Trouble in paradise over here. You're like, I'm what? Like, it's just, it's just a sub, a, a, a U boat entering a cave. Like, I don't. <laughs> what? What are we talking about? Um, <laughs> very subtle. Very subtle. <laughs> um, well, all right. I don't think we have a a spoiler zone this week, right? Because I'm the only one that watched Loki. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to watch right. Loki this week, unfortunately. But I mean, we're already an hour and a half in. I mean, there's plenty of meat on that bone for our, our loyal listeners, so to speak. <laughs> Subtle. Subtle, Shannon. Subtle. Um, well, then, uh, Justin, why don't you go ahead and take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? Head on over to the Discord and let us know what Halloween costumes you expect to see this year. Have you been playing Spider-Man 2 or maybe a little uh, Mario Wonder? Head on over. Let us know what you're doing. And while you're at it, go on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And candy corns are top-tier Halloween candy. Trash. Ha, 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 ha.